Okay, that was me testing my mic, but please tell me what is that song and why is it in my head? Welcome to Bloom with Chelsea Rose. I'm recording this here in my empty house. I've been living in this house in Los Angeles for about four and a half years with my sister and various roommates. And we found out earlier this year that our landlords were going to sell the house. So my sister and roommates moved out right before quarantine happened. And I was still looking for a place. So I ended up staying here in this three-bedroom house by myself during quarantine, which was actually such a blessing to have all the space and really be able to, I sang a ton, played a lot of music, and to really be able to explore my voice and sing without being self-conscious. So I've been in this house for a few months and I finally found a new place here in Los Angeles that I manifested. I'm so excited about it. And if you would like to hear more about manifestation and how I manifested the place, let me know. And perhaps I'll talk about that. And tonight, I believe, is going to be my last night in this house. And wow, it feels very special. I feel very grateful for this place, but I am so ready to move on. So I didn't put out a new podcast for the last two weeks because of this move. And there was a week where something pretty major happened within my social circle, which I will talk about. But it's been a lot uh, these last two weeks. So I really just allowed myself to rest. And I had plans for the podcast and I postponed the plans two interviews and I just said I need all the energy that I have to just get through this time to move to my new place and so I really just allowed myself to rest when I needed it. However, I have been working on some creative projects because when do you have the opportunity to just have a an empty house to work with. I feel like as an artist, that's just such a blank slate. And so I had all these ideas um, that have been in my head for a really long time. And I just thought now's the time to do it. So I started shooting a music video and I've been sharing some of that with my dream team, as well as just everything going on in my life. I've been talking about on the secret dream team blog, I've been writing about my recent experiences and discoveries and what I'm learning and what I'm going through. And I really just want to thank the team for being there for me. It really is feeling like a safe space where I can talk about these personal things and where I can share my creative process and its rawness before I'm ready to share with the world. So I'm just feeling really grateful for that little 
online space, that little corner of the internet that we can call ours. And if you'd like to join the dream team, I will put a link in the show notes. Uh, Join us there and we'll talk about art and what we're creating and the struggles that come with it, how to overcome those struggles and to keep pushing and following our dreams. That's what I'm trying to do. And yeah, it's been a rough two weeks, but here I am still pushing forward and recording this podcast. On that note, please excuse the audio quality. I'm just working with what I have. And for this episode, this is kind of a solo episode where I'm just going to get really personal. And I just felt like I had so much that I wanted to talk about, but I wasn't sure how to like package it if it if that makes sense like oh maybe this should be a different episode or this should be another episode but I decided to just throw these headphones on and just start talking about what is on my mind and I also want to share something with you at the end I want us to do a visualization together inspired by sunrise movement I recently got involved with them and they are really, really awesome organization that is demanding a new chapter in this country and encouraging other groups and the climate and social and environmental movement to join in. They're really talking about all these big picture ideas of progress and a system that supports not just the people, but our planet. And it makes me so excited to hear people talking about it. Like things are changing so quickly. I remember just like feeling like that day would never come where people would actually start making plans that made sense, that called for protecting our planet and just really taking action So I will share that with you at the end of the episode and we can do a little meditation together to visualize a better future, to visualize a good life and what that would look like for us. We are living in a time where we're really being asked to evolve culturally, societally, and just As humans on this planet, we're being asked to evolve. And I really think that we are moving into a more community-based society rather than an individualistic one where we're always just focused on ourselves. And I've really been feeling that too. I feel like as an artist and just a person in this world, you kind of feel like you're on your own and you have to figure it out for yourself. And I think, I believe, and I would like to move into a new kind of future where we have more community, where we don't feel so alone, where we're supported and where we can support one another and our structures and people in power support everyone in this country. Okay, so kind of just 
rambling off, you know, all these ideas and thoughts I've had lately, I just figured I'd share with you guys openly. Again, I, I talk about this with my dream team on the blog, so I'm going to try to put it in a nutshell, but I wanted to share some of the things that I've been learning and experiencing and discovering with you guys. One, really trying to listen to more indigenous voices and really thinking about how they treated the land and they treated each other and how they worked with the earth and used the earth to heal people. And thinking about that and just how white supremacy and the more I learn about white supremacy, how that has been stripped away in this country and stripped away from those people. And in listening to more indigenous voices and people of color, it's made me realize how much of my cultural background I've sort of rejected growing up. Uh, my skin is pretty light, or you can say olive colored, but I am 75% Mexican and 25% white. And growing up, it makes me really sad to say this. Like, I feel ashamed saying this, but it's the truth. Growing up, I felt ashamed of it. Even though I did grow up in a, a very diverse public school. I had a lot of friends who were white and just with culture and society and everything I grew up with, I realized how I sort of learned to devalue my own culture and to view white culture as the way to be. And I'm sure many of you can relate to that. But as I got older and I began to see it happen in the music scene, like the Latinx and Chicano music scene growing. And suddenly it was like, oh, that culture feels, it feels acceptable and it's celebrated and I can feel proud of that again. But I also grew up with white culture and was raised in that. So that is what I associated with. So I also didn't feel comfortable fully embracing my Mexican side, or I felt a little detached from that culture. And I think a lot of people experience that, those who have different cultural backgrounds. And in learning about my ancestors and thinking about my ancestors and where they came from, and I recently heard stories of their journey, uh, my great-great-grandparents, their journey from Mexico to the US, to Texas, and how treacherous that was. And just thinking about everything my ancestors have been through and learning that traumas can be passed down from generation to generation. So your ancestors' experiences are in your DNA and those traumas will continue to be passed down unless they are healed. So I believe now is just a great time to connect with your ancestors, learn about the history if you can. You can also do this spiritually. It's also a great time to talk to your friends. 
uh, with different backgrounds and ask them about their, their ancestors and what they know about their culture and try to see how that's affected them and understand them in a new way. So that's something that's been on my mind that I wanted to share and I'd love to hear your thoughts. Again, you can connect with me on Patreon, which is my dream team, or through Instagram. So another thing I have been discovering is new things about myself and not always good things. I've been learning and discovering some of my weaknesses and some of my flaws, especially during this move. I've really kind of fallen off of my normal routines that keep me really healthy, like doing yoga in the morning and doing a consistent meditation and playing and singing music every day, which I was doing for a while and I feel like is so good for me. I haven't done that in like two weeks as I've been transitioning, but that's okay. I've really been learning to just have compassion for myself. Again, let myself rest when I need it. And in recognizing these flaws, discovering these parts of myself, like these patterns where I'm like, oh, wow, I did that. And I noticed that I've done that in the past. And maybe that's why that friend had been upset, you know, realizing things coming up from the past, um, but realizing these patterns that I'm continuing, just being really self-aware. And I initially was feeling like really guilty about it and really bad about it, but I really had to consciously have compassion for myself and not beat myself up about it and just say, hey, this is a time where you can learn from this and you can be better in the future and that's okay that you messed up. People mess up and you're just becoming better from it. So just really learning to have compassion for myself. Ooh. So this brings me to another thing that I wanted to talk about. And that is what I mentioned happened in these last two weeks. There was a big thing that happened within my social circle. If you found this podcast through my music, or if you're familiar with my previous band, Summer Twins, or any of the bands in the LA music scene, maybe you follow some of them as well, you may have heard of Burger Records. Burger Records is, was an indie label based in Orange County in Southern California. They were a sort of DIY label, putting out cassettes and vinyl. And my sister and I, when we started our band Summer Twins, we were working really hard to sort of break into the scenes outside of Riverside, where we were from. And the guys from Burger Records were really the first ones to recognize us and to see our potential. And we went on to work with Burger Records for 10 years, about, maybe a little less than that, but they really, really launched our career as Summer Twins. And we did tours with them. You know, they got us on our first national tour. Um, we played some of 
to some of the biggest audiences we ever have um, through their festivals. So Burger Records has been a really big part of my life and my social circle. So over one weekend, not too long ago, some stories started coming out of sexual assault. And essentially within the Burger Records scene and the music scene, there was a whole Me Too movement happening where all these women were coming out about stories of sexual assault and abuse that they had suffered within this music scene and within the burger community. Honestly, just talking about this, again, is really hard for me because when this all happened, it was like that week was so draining and I had so many conversations about it and thoughts about it. It's honestly like making me tired just talking about it again. So I'm going to take a little break, sit out for a few minutes, maybe do a little meditation and come back. Those few minutes turned into a week or two. Honestly, I don't even know how long it's been. Time is just so crazy and it feels so unlinear lately, but I am here in my new place, moved in, and I'm finishing this episode. I honestly thought about scrapping it because I was like, oh my gosh, it's just so all over the place and honestly felt a little lost in trying to get back to my podcast. It's so easy to get lost in doubt sometimes and it's so easy to, I guess I should say, it can be difficult to come back to something once you've stepped away. But here I am. So I was talking about everything that happened with Burger Records And hearing all these stories coming out, I have to say that I wasn't surprised. Misogyny has been alive and well in the music scene for decades. But there was a depth to this problem that I wasn't aware of. And I wasn't aware of how prevalent it was in this particular scene. And a lot of people were asking me, they knew that my sister and I were closely associated with this label for a long time. So I had a lot of people asking me about my experience. And my experience, as I mentioned before, was one of love and respect. So it was shocking to me to learn about this whole other side of it and to learn that some of my best memories while those were happening were for other people traumatizing experiences and reading these stories and hearing about these experiences was hard it was hard just to read about them i can't imagine how it was for those who actually experienced it as a woman i know what it feels like to feel violated. All women know what that feels like. 
it's this sort of icky feeling in your stomach, like you feel sick to your stomach. And that's how I felt reading these stories of young girls in the scene that were assaulted, that were taken advantage of. It was just so confusing because on the other side of that, the people responsible for these situations, some of these people abusers, were people that I knew, people that I called my friends, people that I associated with and had fun with. I had seen their good sides. I had seen their talents. I had seen their hearts. And so it was hard for me to hear that. It was heartbreaking. Now, I don't condone that kind of behavior, and I will not justify it or try to defend these people. But I will say, as I mentioned before, that this has been a problem for a long time, especially in rock and roll. We live in a patriarchy where that boys will be boys mentality has been alive for so long that we all just kind of accepted that that's the way it was. And suddenly, like things are happening these days, the veil was just lifted and all the truth started pouring out and everyone just started waking up to that and and knowing and saying this is not okay. And it was so powerful for these women to come together and to share their stories and empower each other to share their stories. I know it really took a lot of courage to do that and I just wish so much healing for all the survivors of abuse. It also made me think about why my experience was so different. And I think part of that was I was a little bit older. A lot of these girls were pretty young at the time, and a lot of them were fans. And I think there was sort of a power dynamic, and because my sister and I were in the band and we were sharing the stage with these other bands that we were treated differently. But, you know, a lot of women that were in bands also came out with their stories. So it was just so much to process. And I just felt so conflicted. Even now I feel a little conflicted talking about it because I feel like it's not really my place to be sharing my feelings and making it about me. I wanted to talk about it on my podcast and then I thought maybe I shouldn't and I didn't know how. I thought maybe I should just be, you know, empowering and amplifying the voices of the survivors, those who needed to be heard. However, I was there while these experiences were happening. I was in that scene. And though I I wasn't seeing it right in front of me, like, you know, we all kind of knew that that kind of stuff happened. Like I said, that's been going on, especially in the music scene for so long. And so part of me felt conflicted too. And I thought, why must Burger Records take the brunt of this whole system that's been alive for so long? Why must this one indie label go down? But 
I couldn't deny that they were responsible for letting that sort of behavior happen. So there was just so much calling out happening, calling out specific bands, specific names. There was some denial. And it seemed like a lot of bands were failing to take accountability. And it seemed that Burger Records was trying to take accountability and they were saying, hey, here's the actions that we're gonna take. We don't condone this kind of behavior, but it was too late. Like the damage had already been done and it just kept growing and growing and getting uglier and uglier until Burger Records just called it quits. And they said, we're ending the label. And for me, that was just so shocking. And honestly, it felt devastating to me in the moment. This was a label that I really, really cared about. That was a big part of my life and that I had grown with. I felt bad that the label had to end. And then I felt bad that I felt bad about it. Like I shouldn't be feeling bad for these people that were responsible. But again, I had seen their hearts. I had seen their good hearts. And I know that these men were also victims of a a toxic culture, a, a toxic masculinity that doesn't teach men about consent and how to respect women. So it all came collapsing down and it was a lot to process but I have to say that I am for progress. I'm for dismantling the system, for dismantling patriarchy and toxic masculinity, and I'm ready to start building a new future. And I hope that this future is one in which women can feel safe in the music scene and they can feel heard and believed A lot of these women had spoken out about specific people, but they were ignored. And so I hope that going forward that we can listen. And I also hope that we can leave room for people to learn from their mistakes. We're in this quick cancel culture. And I think that we need to allow people to take accountability, but to also learn from their mistakes and have compassion, like I mentioned earlier, and having compassion for myself and my mistakes. We need to allow for people to grow and to change and not just say, you messed up, you're done, but to look at the root of the problem, what's really causing this. I don't have the answers, but I will say that these systems, these old systems that no longer serve us are beginning to crumble. And as they crumble, we need to start thinking about what do we want to build in its place? What is this better future that we want for ourselves? We have to imagine it and visualize it in order to start moving in that direction. Which brings me to Sunrise Movement. 
They are an organization that is calling for the end of fossil fuels, the end of harming our planet and causing irreversible damage and replacing that with clean energy and jobs and protection for the most marginalized communities who will be most highly affected by climate change. This is an actual plan. Like I said before, it just makes me so happy and it gives me so much hope that people are actually trying to make this happen and believe that we can make this happen. And I believe we can because I've seen how quickly we can turn around. Look at COVID. Look at how we changed overnight and closed down overnight. I think that really showed us what we're capable of when we come together and that these systems that feel so fixed aren't so fixed that if we all choose to change, that we truly can change and create a better future. And so I'm thinking about what kind of future do I want? You know, I do want to have kids one day. What kind of future do I want for them? I want them to have a planet that they can survive on. Not just that, but I want them to have a good life. Clean air, clean water, communities, communal living. Like I mentioned before, let's move away from this individual me, me, me mentality and learn to really take care of each other and take care of the planet and heal each other and to have better education and better jobs and ethical farming, you know, food that comes from our own gardens, systems that protect the people that aren't just for profits, solar energy, like let's use the sun. The sun can give us power. Let's use that and and stop using fossil fuels which are harming our planet. These companies, these oil companies, they don't care about us. So why should we support them? We don't need them if we can have an alternative. So I really would love, I need for you, when you have a moment, you can always come back and do this, to sit down with me and actually imagine a future. And I want to know, what does that future look like for you? So I've created this meditation, this visualization that we can sit down and do together to visualize the best life you can possibly imagine. So sit down, get comfortable, and let's create together. Here we go. Sit down comfortably with your feet flat on the floor. Take in a deep breath. Relax. 
relax your body. Take another deep breath in. And as you exhale, release any tension in your body. Feel the bottoms of your feet growing roots deep into the earth. Inhale, and as you exhale, your roots grow deeper. Feel the earth beneath your feet. loved by 
who are you able to support and love? Imagine the people you love near. The people that uplift you. Your ancestors rooting you on. This life, this good life, what kind of food do you eat? How does it make your body feel? Is it healthy? Where does the food come from? Is it accessible? Is it abundant and growing all around you in your community? Maybe you grow the food. What does your community look like? The people around you, the people in your neighborhood, where do you live? Is this a community where people of all colors feel safe and welcomed and loved? Is this a community where people can connect, where you feel connected, where you don't feel alone? your surroundings look like? Is it green? Is there clean air for you to breathe into your lungs? Fresh water for you to drink? Full of minerals from the earth? What does the next generation look like? What does education look like? Are you learning about your health, your body, and how to keep it healthy? Are we teaching that to the next generation? Are we teaching them how to take care of themselves emotionally and how to take care of our planet. Our children supported in all their different needs. Our teacher supported. 
kind of job do you have? What kind of jobs are in your community? Are those workers supported? I feel a sense of community. structures look like. Imagine wiping away everyone in power. Wiping away all structures. How would you want to rebuild them? Are they supportive of you and your community? Do they protect you and your community? Do you protect each other, lift each other up, support one another? Is everyone taken care of? Perhaps you can imagine a doctor and your town who's there to serve your community. What does health care look like? Perhaps we're learning more about the earth, how to care for the earth turn how to let the earth support us to keep our bodies healthy take a deep breath in and a deep breath out hold this vision in your mind this feeling in your heart and in your whole body. Now close the opening above your head. Feel your body still glowing with that light. Your roots still firm in the earth. And begin to wiggle your fingers and toes, gently coming back, gently open your eyes. Welcome back. How do you feel? I hope you feel re-energized revitalized, and hopeful for a new future. Thank you so much for sitting down and doing this visualization with me. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And once again, thanks for putting up with the low audio quality. I'm working it out, making it work. 
finishing this episode at 1 a.m. the day that I'm supposed to release it, as I always do. I hope you enjoyed the instrumentals in this episode. They were all written by me, and I'm always sharing stuff like that with my dream team, so I will put a link in the show notes to join us there. And I'm also going to put some links that I found really inspiring. One of them explains the Green New Deal and just talks about this plan that we can envision for the future. And the other one was created by people in Iowa, farmers, indigenous leaders, union leaders, working with Sunrise Movement to create what they envision as the future. And it's just super inspiring. I highly recommend these videos. Thanks again for sticking with me through this journey. I am so happy to be finishing this episode and I'm glad that you made it to the end with me. So I will connect with you guys next time.